Hey everyone and welcome to another edition of the Jim and the King NFL Podcast. I'm Jim, sitting to my left is the King, and we're still about the NFL. How's you, King? Oh, I'm good, I'm good. I've been told off already, so I'm good. <laughs> I've been talking too loud on the last two podcasts, so I'm sorry about that, everyone, for burning your ears off. But mm-hmm. yes. Well, it's taken 40 podcasts for you to uh, realise, but there we go. Well, it's taken you 40 podcasts to step up and tell me. <laughs> <laughs> I'm scared of you, that's why. <laughs> yeah. Anyway, guys, well, this is our full draft recap show, and we can't do it alone, King. Li- we literally can't do it alone now. No, we because can't now, because he's in my We've got a man in, in the house. He's in my flat, yeah. <laughs> yeah. The unofficial third member of the Jim and the King Airfoil podcast it yep. is, of course, Punk Raider. Hey, guys, how's it going? Oh, we're good, good man. We're good. How are you? Oh, I'm very good. We offered, a, we offered a seventh round pick for you, but the Patriots were having none of it. Oh. <laughs> Not sure I'm worth a seventh, no. to be fair. <laughs> Undrafted free agent, maybe. <laughs> well, they go for gold from the back. That's right. A pre- real underdog story. That's it. No, but it's nice to have you, Punk. Always Thanks. exciting. We always very much, boys. Round, just, just before we go any further, I just want to say congratulations. You've actually managed to go a whole season. We have of the podcast without killing each other, so that was, that's yeah. that's that's pretty impressive, to be fair. So well done, boys. Yeah, well done. done. You know the uh, viewership is building throughout the season as well, so it's been a listenership, surely. Whatever, <laughs> whatever, and viewership, listenership for sure. No, there, was, there were some dark days there, but no, it's, uh, been, a, no, it's been a good year. It has, it's yeah, it's been a good year. It's been a great year. Stuff. Well, yeah. So this for is you. <laughs> speak for yourself. Wow. Man. Okay. <laughs> So yeah, this is our full draft recap show. We've already done one straight after the first round, King. That yep. was the night we stayed up. It Thursday was. night. It was. Oh, what a night. It was the night, bef- night before the day bef- after that one. That night. That what, yeah? I think I heard someone say that once. I quite liked it. And then I said it really badly. <laughs> Congratulations on go. that That was one. the end of the story. Do you not mean the day after the night before? Whatever. That one. <laughs> <laughs> anyway. Sounds more like that one. Let's talk about the seven-round 2017 NFL draft. Mm-hmm. We've got a Raider in the house, so I think we should probably start talking about the Oakland Raiders. That would be a very good idea. If Why you not? want, if you want, we can. Well, do let, let's talk through it then, King. Uh, yeah, King and Punk. Yeah. Well, what are your initial thoughts then, Punk, after seeing all of your picks taken there? I, I, yeah. Um, I'm not entirely sold on it, to be honest. Okay. Um, Conley obviously goes without saying he's got the talent, but with everything legal possibly hanging over him, although, you know, he is innocent till proven guilty. So let's just, you know, he's not even been arrested. He's voluntarily gone and spoken to Cleveland police today. Um, I think, you know, talent-wise... Yeah, yep. definitely something that, that the Raiders needed. Mm-hmm. Uh, last season, our, our pass defense was all over the place, especially early doors. Um, I think he will definitely help in there. The one pick that I really liked was uh, our second round pick, which was Obi Malifonwu. One of my favorites. Um, yeah, I was kind uh, of hoping we'd take him actually for the Steelers in the he's, he's, second round. He's definitely in that kind of vein of a, a a hard-hitting safety that I think will allow Carl Joseph also to move into his preferred strong safety position. Yeah, I think... He, so, his, I think his his impact could mm. be 
further reaching than just just him being a decent player. I think he's. Um, I'm not going to say Cam Chancellor, which a lot of people have thrown out, and I've mentioned a couple of times. But I think the person who reminds me of most is a Mark Barron. So when he came out of Alabama, was a, a top ten pick for mm-hmm. for the Buccaneers. It didn't work with the Buccaneers, um, but then with the NFL changing, this hard hitting sort of linebacker safety, well safety in a box linebacker role. I think Melifonwu can be that guy. Everything I'm hearing is that he's going to get moved to corner until really until he's well, proven it, I he mean, can't a, play corner. It's basically. a possibility, isn't it? I mean, mm. with the size he's got, yeah. You, you, I mean, there's so many big receivers in in the league now. You you want big cornerbacks to go up against them, but mm. I I think he'd be better off playing at safety. I'm not I'm not sure, but we'll see. We'll no. see. He I was mean, a combine freak. I mean, I mean, he, yeah, absolutely. I mean, joke. he jumped out of the room, didn't he? He's but, a freak athlete. Fast, big, strong. Yeah. yeah. I think the Colts have got him back to clean the roof windows as well. Oh, no. He's, Just he, jumping. Yeah. No, I get it. I think they did well. Con- the Conley thing, you've got to assume they're okay with it. You're not taking a team you can't, pick in the first round. Exactly. I mean, there was all that talk about polygraph tests and that, that there were the three Ravens, or four though. teams. That wasn't even the, the, Ra- uh, the Raiders. Yeah, but once once the results are out and they're shared around the league, because this info is shared, mm-hmm. then, you know, I think the general consensus was... There's three or four teams that would still be happy to draft him. Um, I think, like I said, the guy's innocent until proven guilty. Yeah. So, you know, until he's even arrested, there's there's not even a case to answer here. So, no, I think I think as a as a pure from a purely footballing standpoint, yeah, good pick, very yeah. good pick. When Sidney Jones got injured, so I moved him down on the big board. Like Mark, for me, I haven't got it in front of me. He's either 15 or 16. So for you to get him. At twenty four was a huge value pick. Like, Absolutely, especially when other people said they were going in for him, or there were rumours that other teams were looking at him late in the first. Yeah. So, you, if it wasn't you, it would have been someone else taking. Yeah, Gary absolutely. He, he was never going to drop, you know, third round, fourth round, just on hearsay. No, but and and to to put it to make a comparison with someone else he's drafted, who I, I no doubt will will discuss later, uh, in Joe Mixon, um, the, all the video footage that surfaced has actually. Uh, corroborated his story. Yeah. Um, you know him meeting the girl prior to the the lift, well, when she which said, was her, yeah. her, which was her insinuation. So yeah, it's um, it's looking good from that perspective for him. So um, yeah, yeah I, I mean, I, we, I hope that you know we wait and see. Case. But I mean, let's be honest. This this is the new Raiders. This isn't the old Raiders where every other player's got felony convictions and and all the rest of no. it. So not that know, new though, because Melifon will. <laughs> Is a good player, but was more a workout warrior. Yeah, no, so there is still Al Davis would have loved some... that pick. Oh, he'd to have be been, fair, he'd have been, but... you'd have traded up to number one to get him. Just in case. <laughs> maybe, maybe. I, I doubt we'll ever know out. that, but you know, yeah, no, no, he's he's definitely a workout warrior. But then you can say that with all drafts, all drafts, it's always three or four years down the line before you actually know whether your players are gonna work out or not. Well, for um, you, maybe. Yeah, I think well, for everybody, you well, know, Bosa did the right last year, and some of the top five picks did it pretty well. Absolutely, but then you look at you know players like Vernon Golston, who went in the top ten, Ooh. and you know completely bombed out the league within a couple of years. So That's a good shout. you God, know, Jets hit already. There's, 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 but there's no. All I'm saying is, is you know, you can draft someone number one like Garrett, but you never really know until you they don't. get on the field and yeah. actually start playing. What I do like, I just, can't to, get mad with just that to go in a bit more detail with the Raiders, then I like the Connolly pick as provided all the off the field stuff goes as we expect. 
Malafonwa, I think, is a project, but but could be a good player. I'm a bit lower than than you both guys both are. But the other thing I liked was they've gone defense uh, with Va- uh, Vanderdoes. I think his name is Vander- Eddie Vanderdoes. Vanderdoes defensive tackle USC third round. So what I like is three rounds they've addressed the defense. We all Absolutely. know we all know their offense is ticking when Derek yep. Carr's there. But what they have also done is David Sharp from Florida is a bit of a project in the fourth round from an offensive tackle perspective. But I think he's shown traits that he could move to left tackle if he's trained up. And Donald Penn's getting towards the end of his career. Exactly. So exactly. As a project pick, as purely first four rounds, so I I can do my research, but I do have a full-time job. I have to pay the bills. They got Jalen Ware as well in the seventh round. Yeah. So from Alabama State. Yeah. Not a bad offensive tackle either. No, and that's the thing. I don't mind them trying to get some projects when you've got an established O-line. When you've got an O-line that played the way it did last year, yeah. you'd be foolish to to try and break it up as early as this. And mm-hmm. and you, it gives you the time to be able to get those young guys in, get them trained up, see if they are going to be the ones. Mm-hmm. If not, then you know, you've still got a year, maybe two years, to actually address it either through free agency mm-hmm. or, or next year's draft. So yeah, no, I think although I'm not, you know, jumping for joy and all the rest of it, I think on the whole it's a solid draft. I think it's it, we've addressed a few needs. I would have loved us to have gone for a middle linebacker at some point because mm-hmm. that really is a position need. And the fact that we didn't address it in free agency apart from getting in Jelani Jenkins. Mm-hmm. It leaves me a little bit worried, uh, but but on the whole, yeah, solid. Let's let's get them get them in, get them going, and and see what they can do. You yeah. got Marco Lee in round five as a linebacker. Yeah, uh, yeah I'm, I'm not overly high on him to be honest. I mean, Wake Forest isn't. It, it's not know, one of the, uh, the exactly, prestige you, colleges. You're not it, sitting. No. Well, I mean, and the one linebacker from Wake Forest that that sticks in my mind was Aaron Curry, who was the bust for the Seahawks. <laughs> It was a top ten pick a few years ago, but yeah, it's um, it's Wake Forest is known for being a basketball school, not a exactly not an NFL. School. So, but you Chris never Paul. know, you never know with these players, and you know, you take in the undrafted free agents as well, and mm-hmm. you never know, something might come out of the pack. But middle linebacker is the one area that I think we really needed to address, either in free agency or the draft, and I'm not convinced we've we've actually done it. So, do you, can I ask you as a Raiders fan, would you have preferred to take Ruben Foster? With the pick, because you could have had him. <laughs> you could have had him. <laughs> yeah, no, absolutely. We could have had Ruben Foster. But Above Gary and Conley. No, from a Raiders standpoint, the backfield was... Uh, the defensive backfield is definitely where we had to go with the first pick. It's interesting. We had to get one of the, the kind of top-tier cornerbacks in, in my opinion. Okay. I mean, obviously, you know, I'm could- sat here 3,000 miles away from Oakland, but, you know, it's... The 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 past defense last year was the one hole that we had before Carr went down. Obviously, that that really made you go, mm, they're not quite a Super Bowl team yet. But middle linebacker as well. I mean, we were expecting uh, Malcolm Smith to play at a lot higher level than he did. So yeah. you know, I I expected something to happen. There. Could you move Malafonwu into linebacker? Based on his size, he could. You could. I mean, you can feed him up, get him in you the do gym. anything with him. You mm. can, I mean, he is one of those genetic freaks, isn't he? he is. He's so you know. Maybe you can. Maybe yeah. maybe that's what the the idea is. Is is you feed him up, drop him into middle linebacker, and you've got a massive coverage linebacker. But yeah, 
We'll see. We'll see. Early days. Can so. I play devil's advocate again? Sorry, to pick on you while you're here, because it's nice to get your opinion. <laughs> it's honest. I've also not... I'm not prepped you for this in any way, shape, or form. You absolutely haven't. <clears throat> Sorry for coughing. Am I going to throw the microphone down and walk out in a minute? No. So I'm going to offer you a scenario. You can get Gary and Conley and Obi Melifonwe in the first two rounds. Yeah, which and is what Eddie, did. El- Eddie Valandos in the third round, which is what you did. Vandadeezy. I don't know his name. <laughs> anyway, you can get those three. Luther Vandross. Luther Vandross in, in the third round. Um, or I can offer you Reuben Foster in the first round. And then you trade up for your th- with your second and third round picks to move up, and you get Sidney Jones, who, in my opinion, was Ooh. the best corner in the draft, but is coming off an Achilles injury and won't play this season. No, you won't. I okay. say no in the win now mode. I would I have say absolutely no. I, taken. That I, I'm 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 in a win now. No, literally, I am in a win now mode. Mm-hmm. After after what the Raiders did last year, I think we've got with this what, offensive line twelve and four. 12 and 4 oh right that yes. but let's, let's be honest <laughs> they we did other stuff as well Jim we yeah. were the only team last season that were going to actually give the Patriots a game hey we, we were literally built to beat the Patriots if you go position on position our strengths were their weaknesses so I think there's one issue we now have this check. window hang on we now have this window with this offensive line for maybe two years yeah. where we have to go for it mm-hmm. and I think that's the thinking behind it mm-hmm. I'm just concerned about this linebacker role. Yep, yeah, no, I agree. I agree. That's why I thought it was interesting that I've chucked in, in my opinion, the third best player in the draft to you, plus the seventh or eighth best player if he's fit. But Punk's right. I mean, they've lost Malcolm Smith now to Sam Fran. They have? No, I agree with him trying to ad- saying about the linebacker. I'm saying, in my hypothetical, you could have had the best linebacker. Yeah. And the well, best corner. Hang on, hang on. <laughs> Hi- you can't play yeah, but hypothetical, hypothetical, how bad's his shoulder? He's got four or five nah, years in him. Hang on. That's a he win dro- now. That's yeah, a win now injury. Is How it? bad is he above the neck? That's what did, what did he do? Injury. He dropped to 31. He mm-hmm. So that means, you know, let's be honest, 25 teams at least, barring trades and all the rest of it, have all said, I'm not sure about that shoulder. Yeah, I do think part of the slide, though, was that no one assessed him because I think everyone thought he'd be gone in the top 10, which I think we talked about yeah, we we but said it think, happened with Tuttle, didn't it? I do but, think that makes a difference with a lot of players. I, I'm I'm not convinced. I mean, there's got to be something there. Well, no, but you look how for him not to go top ten. Yeah, but you look I how know, far Tuttle fell last year, and all it was. I know he's smoking weed, but half the players in the draft in the get gas caught, mask. Half, yeah, but half the players in the draft get caught smoking weed in college. But not in the gas and mask. They still get taken. Well, yeah, this, that guy's a pro. <laughs> but it's um, it's next level. But, but he's he's been an excellent player since he's come in the league. There was no yes. besides something that. The, this is the, the same player, though. The commissioner's alluded to it being. I mean, you are right legal. in one respect in that you're saying, saying that Foster is a top ten talent. Yeah, without a doubt. Yeah, yeah. There's, there's there's no even thought about. It. So there will be teams from kind of fifteen onwards that won't have even bothered to look at him. No, same because you expect him to be gone. He fell to sixteen, so, I think. And and like you say, the fact that he falls so far, all mm. of a sudden you're kind of putting teams in a quandary, going, well, in theory he's best player on the board, but. There must be a reason why the top ten play, top ten teams didn't take him. Yeah. So you know, it's it's you kind of have to play devil's advocate with yourself and yeah. say, do I stick with the game plan mm-hmm. or do I throw it out the window and go, you know what, I'm just going best player. Yeah. And well, the top ten this year's top ten. I, I'm I am playing devil's advocate. It's just quite interesting. But the top ten this year threw everything out the window because, frankly, I think maybe Mike Williams had been talked about being top ten. Yeah. Trubisky, we all thought he might go top 10. 
We didn't think I, Pat Mahomes would two weeks ago. If I'm honest, I we, didn't think we, any of the quarterbacks were going top 10. Perfect. I really so that's, didn't. That's, that's two of those picks then we're talking about. Did you think that John Ross was going top 10? No. No. Corey Davis? Oh, I like John Ross. Probably. <laughs> I wasn't picking him in the top 10. No. Corey Davis? Probably not. And you look, it's all of a sudden we've got five of the top 10 picks are wide receivers and quarterbacks. Yeah. And, and then... Did the Saints think they were going to get? And Lattimore this is a defensive with the 12th, draft uh, with the eleventh pick. No, but that's the reason, isn't it? This is supply and demand. Yeah, and there were no said, good wide receivers apart from those said. top three. And once you're out of those top three, that's why that's why the Bengals went for John Ross is because there are only three good wide receivers, and the top two had gone. Mm. Yeah, I think after they, Ross, I, there was a, I mean, you've got Zay Jones and you've got D.D. Westbrook. We got you know we might talk about Westbrook later, but mm. you know there there was a, a level down to the next next line of, of wide receivers whereas there's such a deep cornerback class that yeah, you could hang on for the second round that's why these offensive players went earlier and, and frankly, people moved up for them going back to the Raiders quickly frankly from a Conley perspective he was the step up from the guys taken just above him the likes of um, Adoree Jackson mm. um, and in my opinion Marlon Humphrey I think Conley was actually the better out of those three and they were both taken just above him so I think yeah. the Raiders again going back to it um Excellent value, decent draft, and uh, if it's a win now thing, provided there is no conviction, um, yeah, he's, and, a, he's and that, an excellent pick. I mean, that's, I, that's I, the I huge thing, is it? I have it's, to say that. No, no, absolutely. And and if there is a conviction, and you know he is charged and all the rest of it, then, then you, need to you are absolutely right. The Raiders have completely wasted a pick. Yeah, and, and personally, if it's a conviction for that, you need to release him immediately. Oh, absolutely, well. absolutely. Yeah, you can't condone it. I'm sure. No. You know, let's be honest. He'd be banned from the league for ten yeah. years anyway, so yeah. his career would be over. Yeah. Um, but you know, you, in this situation, really, you have to trust the organization have yep. done the due diligence yep. on him and you have to trust the fact that you know he has had he, no prior issues he's had prices. no prior issues and and really you know if you've not been arrested mm. there's no case to answer so no you know and he's and he's cooperating so you hope you hope one for his sake two and probably more importantly or definitely more importantly from a life perspective not f- from a football standpoint but from a life perspective that hasn't happened for the absolutely the females perspective absolutely as well, so. absolutely but it's um it's it's you know, we're we're assuming it's 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 going to be nothing, but what a storyline coming into the draft. There's so many players have been flagged a couple of weeks before. Brantley was another. Caleb Brantley for the uh, Florida Gators was another one. Mm-hmm. But yeah, what do you want to talk about now? Because we talked about. Well, Raiders. I wanted to ask one more question though. Mm-hmm. Before on. we move. above average is the answer. Did Elijah Hood or Shalom Luani win best Oakland Raider draft name this year? Oh, Elijah Wood, because I can say it. Elijah Hood. Hood. Elijah Hood. Did I say so Wood? You can't say. Well, yeah, I not can't Elijah say Wood. It. There you go. You have not drafted Frodo. <laughs> Frodo. We've drafted Frodo. He's going to be. Is a that great one way of getting past back. defensive backs? So put on the ring. <laughs> Why is Trayvon Hester not in this? Oh, it's not as good as Elijah Hood. Obi Malafonwu. Really? Shalom Luani is. That's smooth. That name. Shalom. Shalom Luani. Perfect. Yeah, I like it. I Let's didn't realise talk- I was going to get picked up on names. Yeah. <laughs> I didn't either, to be fair. So you picked Frodo. Okay, let's move on. Let's talk about the darlings then of the 2017 NFL draft, the Cleveland Browns. Definitely, yeah. definitely. Well, we might be talking about the latest. Should we go on to our winners? Who we think our winners are, Jim? Well, let's talk about the Cleveland Browns then. Well, whose winner is that? I'll take the Browns. I think they had a great draft. They absolutely did. I'll second that. I mean, I'll have to pick someone else now just for... Uh, I like brevity's sake. I, but... I like the Browns as well. I think they're we an go. excellent draft. <laughs> I think I think the Browns have done everything that they needed to do, We've, and I think 
Yeah, we've talked about the, the first round a lot, so we'll kind of skip those first three picks, take them as red. So let's start with Deshaun Kaiser. I mean, I don't know if you realise this, guys, but I did call it in our uh, first round recap show. Mm-hmm. I said that I said I fully expected Deshaun Kaiser to be taken second round by the Browns. 20th pick in the second round, though. Lo and behold, he was taken. deep in the second round. He was taken by the Browns. They had to... They, if he was there, I fully endorse that pick. Excellent. Fully endorse it, man. 20th pick in the second round is low. You can't him. let him go. Especially since how inflated the other the other three quarterbacks were in the yeah. first round. Well, where are we with Browns? We've got Osweiler still there. Cody Kessler. Cody Kessler. And now to Sean Kaiser. There's no one else, is there? Uh, those three. No, nah, there was... It's like... It's not TJ Hogan. It's something like that. I don't know. I'll find out. You carry know. on. Okay. They did have RG3 so, last year, but they've released him. Yeah, no, RG3 got released, but... You know, to me, none of us like Osweiler. Osweiler's not a great quarterback. No. But whilst you're building a team to drop a quarterback into, mm. Osweiler's not the worst possibility for the Browns next season. Well, they've got to eat his salary anyway. They might as well play Exactly. Him, not risk injuring another player. But you, you think he's you, you think the Browns are genuinely your winner, don't you, for the draft? I genuinely do. I, th- I think they've answered so many questions. I mean, just... I know we talked The fact about, that they I, didn't reach for a quarterback no. is a huge thing, you know? Yeah. As soon as they saw Trubisky coming off the board number two, mm-hmm. they could have quite easily gone panic mode and, and just thrown picks at somebody to, 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 to move up. But Kevin, Gar- Kevin Gar- Hogan Kevin is the Hogan. guy. And Gar- Garrett Hogan. was your um, consensus number one overall? Yeah, yeah. I, think, I think Garrett, head and shoulders in yeah. this draft was... He reminds me everyone the best. Said, they, they I mean, Tom, Thomas, Thomas is a good player. Yeah, but Garrett was just—he—he he was that plug and play. Yeah, you don't really need to train him at all. Just let him get on with it. He um, everyone keeps throwing out the Julius Peppers comparison. He reminds me of Killing Mac. I know, I know you're here. It's the and I'm size, isn't it? It's—it's it's the Peppers size thing. Yeah, but it's the, also the Khalil Mac versatility because they both ran quite similar forties. He does play have outside that. linebacker. Yeah, they both look. Like machines when they take their shirts off, it's ridiculous. Anyway, so you want to talk about the first round? So with Garrett, then don't want to talk about the first round. No, no, we've talked about the first. We round. have, but everyone talks about is, the first round. This is Come punk. on, the first round's now actually happened. It's in the books. This, this, this is the overall draft recap. Punk thinks they're his, uh, his right. favourite. They're, right. they're I, I think Garrett Peppers and Joku mm-hmm. have made the Cleveland Browns for next year. They might finish under five hundred. No one's really looking at that. They're hoping but they do. They're, they're putting the Texans. They're do. putting pieces <laughs> in place that will be good to great for the next five to ten years. Obviously, I'm paraphrasing a little. We can't tell for three or four years. Mm-hmm. We're not sure who's going to make it, who isn't. Mm-hmm. But if they can draft that quality of player three times, mm-hmm. you know, and and yeah, Jabril Peppers could. I'm still not quite sure what he is, to be honest. He's no one knows. I'm, 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 Do you know what he is? He's a footballer. Exactly. <laughs> and I love that. I love the fact that he's just a footballer. And they're going to get him on the field as much as they can. Mm-hmm. Go worst, worst case, teams have drafted special teamers higher than that. Yeah, they've they've addressed they've cornerback in. with Howard Wilson. Yeah. Yeah. Do you know what I like those? They've, well? they've gone defensive tackle with Caleb Brantley. They've, they've Caleb just Brantley was a filled steal. holes 
everywhere. We need to be careful with him because he's yes. also got a pending investigation. We do, but, but providing he he escapes that one, he's a second. Let's be pick. honest. There's about yeah. five people in this draft that haven't got pending investigations. Mm, so. <laughs> yeah, Caleb Brantley is a second round pick. They got in the sixth round. Exactly. Provided he passes whatever test he needs to go through, I and, just think and, they've done their franchise a whole world of good. Mm. Did, did you spot it as well, King? Zane Gonzalez, kicker from Arizona State. I, I called it before the draft. You did. The Browns were taking him. I said it was in the first round as a joke, but I think that's quite nice. They picked him up in round seven. Taking a, taking a kicker in the first round is a joke. Yeah. So. <laughs> <laughs> Harsh. Harsh. <laughs> However, Seabass. Legend. Legend. guy. Uh, yeah, no, I think they did excellently well. They've, um, they've got a player who's going to get them the most points in the league. Which well, Zane is Gonzalez. Zane Gonzalez, yeah. Yeah, yeah. They've got Garrett, consensus number one. Peppers, who's just a footballer. And Joku, who's an athletic three. Kaiser, who probably has the highest ceiling of all the quarterbacks in this draft in the second round, but has some question marks about his maturity and, ability, and, and frankly, his readiness to play immediately. But, but there's not really any competition in, no. because, in Cleveland. No, no, there isn't competition. But if you're Cleveland, it doesn't matter whether he's the best player at training camp. You mm. sit him for a year anyway. Mm. You just plug and play Osweiler. You're paying him seventy two million regardless. You've obviously from the way you've drafted, you're not thinking about the quarterback right this season. I think it's no. twelve million this year, they'll cut him after this year. But it's twelve but they million. They moved down for him. That's that's just a really nice way of not having to deal with that pressure situation you've got in, in places like Houston. Mm-hmm. I agree. Or Chicago. Or Chicago. And Br- yeah, Brantley could be still of the draft. But um obviously provided all his off the field issues are dealt with but uh, yeah I think that's a strong pick for for best overall draft and it's nice that with uh, the fifth round pick of Roderick Johnson it's nice to know that someone is still called Roderick in this day and age mm. so well or Rod done Johnson. Rod Johnson Rod Johnson Rod Johnson he's in the wrong he's industry got, he has got some hype to live up to that man good luck <laughs> Yes. With a name like Rod Johnson. Rod Johnson. You've uh, you've got to be packing heat. Who should anyway, we talk about now, guys? Your favourite. Who's your favourite? Who's your winner of the draft? Uh, I want to know, Jim. The fans want to know. Punk <laughs> wants to know. Everybody wants really to know. Don't. Um, well, it's it's difficult to look past the San Francisco 49ers, isn't it? Okay. 49ers were good. 49ers would be my second. John to be Lynch honest. is the my guy. I don't know why I'm not a Bucks fan. Do you know? Do you know why? Was... I mean, if you look past, obviously, the heroics they did in round one. Yeah, I really. I we talked about Joe Williams. I talked about him as a dark horse after the combine, mm-hmm. and I'm really excited to watch him as a running back uh, out of Utah. He's the guy that m- stepped away from college after his sister died, came back, yeah, yeah. smashed it, um, yeah. and is ready to go. I think we're we're all going to get served by uh, Joe Williams yeah, in the first re- few re- weeks of the retired. next season. He retired yeah. from, from football in college and then came back and did really well. Yeah, he looks like a good player. I'm impressed he got taken in the fourth round, thank, frankly. I thought he'd go lower. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I thought he'd, he'd go before that. But um, and, and also, when you look at what the, the Seahawks have done, uh, Seahawks, the 49ers have done over free agency, I think they're completely ready now. They've, they've picked up so many players. You know, you've got Pierre Garçon, the Marquis Goodwin, mm-hmm. a, a wide receiver. They picked up Tim Hightower as a, a serviceable running back as a rotation guy. Then you've got Brian Hoyer, Matt Barkley. I think they they just did so much. They didn't have to draft hungry at any point, and that shows in what they did there. I think they're just, they're just ready to keep going. 
Yeah, I did like that. Obviously, we talked about the first round with with Thomas and Foster, two of the top five players in the draft. That's excellent. Yep. Uh, I think Witherspoon out of Colorado. Yep. Um, everyone was talking about um, Shadobi Awuzie from Colorado mm-hmm. uh, as the cornerback. This guy is a bit of a project, so I'm not mad at a round, th- a round three pick for him. Um, but one thing he does have is length, strength at, the, at line, and he picks up the ball, reads the ball quite quickly. So I think as far as corners go, yeah, um, we've seen some good ones going round three. Sherman was a third round pick. The other pick I want to talk about is um, C.J. Bettard from Iowa. Iowa. Who was ranked as one of the top quarterbacks coming into the season. <laughs> yeah. But I don't know if you know this, Jim. Lost almost all of his offensive linemen at the start of the season. No, I didn't know. And okay. was absolutely destroyed. <laughs> oh, did that happen? The whole year. <laughs> and prior to the year I think they're basically projecting he's the guy they saw two years ago rather than the guy they saw last year yeah you could have to give it a, no a mulligan don't you for last well, year well it's kind of a bit like we've, we've said this year about Andrew Luck like when you've got no help or support it'd be good you know it's it, you kind of you give them that mulligan but yeah Bessard had a great season for uh, two years ago for Iowa and let's face it they haven't got a franchise call back there at the moment they haven't but you look at what Shanahan did with the likes of Kirk Cousins and all these players that Oh wait, Kirk Cousins was a third round pick for Michigan, wasn't he? Was mm. Michigan State actually Michigan State? That's Michigan gonna be State. really bad. Fans are gonna get on us. <laughs> Michigan State, and like you say, fourth round value with Joe Williams. I think had he not had the retirement, oh yeah, I know he it was, was a personal issue, but yeah. the retirement thing. I think uh, is he invested in football? Hope you hope he is yes. now. That could be an excellent pick, fourth round pick. Um, George Kittle again out of Iowa, so he's used to playing with um, Bettard at, at quarterback. Mm-hmm. Great pick in the um, in the fifth round. Yeah, I think they've just had a really, really strong draft. Um, I like it. And um, and I, I think mean, they've ten, got the best-named player in the draft as well. With Peter Tomawempenu. <laughs> That's going to be a nice gobble for Tony Romo Tomo when he's sat in the booth. Tomo, yeah. he, um, he, do you know what? He will be a starting linebacker. Tomawempenu. 100%. Sixth round pick. He'll yeah. be a starting linebacker. Nicknamed Kebab. Yes, <laughs> bitter. <laughs> I said no. I think he will be a starting linebacker. So. Yeah, just, just the way that they they engineered that draft to their whim, by the looks of it, you know. Yeah, they they got ten picks out of that draft and future picks next year as well. They just did so well. And mm-hmm. the fact that Lynch is a first time GM and has only been in the job, yeah, we what, thought six eight haze, weeks, didn't we? Straight off, everyone the... was thinking, oh, it's his first time. Everyone's going to take advantage of him. Out the booth. Yeah. Do you know what he's, I forgot? He's, just a, he's a Stanford guy. Well, he went to Stanford. Yeah. He went back th- four years ago because he also went to school with Solomon Thomas. I was going to say, he, he he was in classes with Solomon Thomas, yeah. wasn't he? It's He it's not he wasn't just a Stanford guy 20 odd years ago. Mm. He's a Stanford guy about three, four years ago. <laughs> he could have declared for the draft again. And frankly, and someone would pick him. As a future Hall of Famer, he knows talent as well. Oh, he does. Especially defensive talent. He absolutely does. Uh, yep, yeah, love that. All right, so we've done our two winners of the draft. So go on then, King. Mm-hmm. As the most important person in the room, you better tell us who your winner of the 2017 draft was. The draft, yeah? Yeah, the draft. The f- as in college players picked this this year. It's not the draft, mate. The draft is <laughs> the full draft process, surely. So I'm going to go with the New England Patriots. You're, you knew as soon as I said that. When I, when, you know when there's a caveat, the Patriots are winners of the draft. No. 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 <laughs> no. You're not having that. No. I'm not having it. This is ridiculous. No. 
Was there, it the draft? There is no way that the New England Patriots have had the best draft this better year. Better than the Browns, better than the 49ers. Yep. Titans, Bucks, Steelers. Yep. Better. Better. Yeah. Better. Come on in, King. Let's have it. Well, Mike Ross went ninth. Do you know what Mike Ross reminds me of? Poor man's Brandon Cooks, who the Patriots took with the 32nd pick. Who went? Mike Ross. Who's Mike Ross? Oh, he's from Suits. John Ross. Argument's <laughs> 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 oh, oh, going really well. You've been watching oh. far too much jo- TV. John Ross. John Ross. John Ross went ninth. Paul he's Ma- like who? Poor man's Brandon Cooks. Who the Patriots took with the 32nd pick. You can't say that. He's not been on a field yet. You don't know how he's going to play. That's what he reminds me of. Right, okay. Poor man's. Poor man's yeah, Brandon Cooks. Okay, carry on. Yeah. Brandon Cooks is also 23, so he could be. He could still be eligible for this draft based on his age. He could, but he's not because he was drafted, what, two, two years, years ago. ago? Yeah. So he's not eligible for this draft. He's nothing to do with this draft. He is. He was traded he, for the 32nd overall pick. Of yes, course he's so he's not the 32nd overall pick. Wow. He's just another oh, no. traded player. That's who they took. Anyway... <laughs> Anyway, they didn't have a second over second round pick. No, they didn't. They didn't. But they took three players in the third round this year. They took Derek Rivers from Youngstown State. He, to me, is going to be a stand-up outside linebacker and very much is... His defensive end. The ster- yeah, but he's not got enough length for me to play defensive end. He's going to play outside linebacker. So he's an undersized defensive end. He is. Oh, I'm seeing the upsides here. Carry on. Yeah, but you look at some of the players they've got. So he's never played in coverage. Dante Hightower was apparently not, didn't have the athletic traits to be not a, a special linebacker. Not Brandon Spikes was a pro bowler, was a run stuff through lacked elite speed. Spikes, they, Spikes was at the Bengals before he was at the Patriots. Patriots drafted him at Florida. He then moved, actually. <laughs> and, uh, yeah, I'm to, thinking of Takeo Spikes. Yeah, so right, I let you <laughs> he went to the Bills after he was at the Patriots. Um, and then, you know, look at some of the other players. Nink- Ninkovic, no one wanted him. They prey on these players that, quote unquote, don't have these elite gifts. Rivers is one of those guys. He's going to be a special player at the next level. So, no matter who they've picked, because if they don't show elite gifts, then Belichick's going to make them have elite Absolutely. gifts. Absolutely. Antonio Garcia will be a starter. So they win left every draft. But that means they win every single draft ever happened. They do. No. Antonio Garcia. <laughs> Antonio Garcia is going to be a starting left tackle within two to three years. They're it's going to stash him. But that's in two to three years. Matter. Not worried about the two Greeks to three years. Him. This is the 2017 you draft, not the 2019. It does take three years. It does take three years. But what I'm saying is, from what we already know mm-hmm. about players. Mm-hmm. There is no way that the Patriots, mm-hmm. just on 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 Four the tape that's out there, you have had the best draft. You haven't let me t- say who else they got in the third round. They got four picks. The in, entire draft with their third first round pick. They picked up Coney Ely. Their third from first the Panthers. Round pick. Third first, <laughs> Coneyley from the Panthers. King, I think you've taken something, Bowl. mate. I'd love some of whatever it is, but you're just Coney living Ely. on a Coney crowd Ely. somewhere. Ely, outside Mr. Hot and Cold. All right, carry on. Well, two sacks in the Super Bowl, whatever. You're <laughs> counting. I am. Well, I guess Peyton Manning. Anyway, and then the other two guys they took. Who cares? They got <laughs> Brandon Cook oh, and Coneyley. Neither might... of which were in the 2017 King, draft. You might as well talk about them because they make up most of your draft, right? <laughs> Half of your draft picks are in those last two that you can't even mention. All right, Dietrich Wise. Yeah. Defensive end, Arkansas. He's going to start somewhere. <laughs> and Connor McDermott. Yeah, it sounds Irish. Yeah, so, UCLA. Indianapolis probably. So, so, 
So who's the running back then? If you don't, re- if if they don't re-sign Legarrette Blunt, have they have they you know drafted well, they one of those, Marcus, or, or are Mar- they going to play Brandon Cooks there as well? No, they signed to... Marcus Gillisley this week from the Bills. Yeah, have they? Yeah, yeah. that's unfortunate. Yeah, that backfired <laughs> quick. <laughs> and uh, also, anyway. James White, Dion Lewis. James White, Dion Lewis. He's coming. Yeah. I'm Again, still not I'm having it. I d- you can, you nah, can. You're, you're off your rocker, man. I keep going till you're blue in the face. There is no way on this planet that the New England Patriots have had a better draft than the 49ers, Browns, Titans, Buccaneers. I don't know how you can say that the team that won the Super Bowl last year, who then uses draft picks to acquire elite players from other teams. Elite part players? Of the draft, part of the draft. Brandon Cooks draft isn't pick. necessarily Mike, an elite player. Mike Gillisley is absolutely not an elite player. No, Gillisley wasn't traded for a draft pick. But Brandon Cooks, who was traded for a first-round pick, which is a really high pick for someone who is a veteran, although he's 23... He's had two over 1,000-yard receiving seasons. I could have a 1,000-yard receiving season with Drew Brees throwing me the ball. Tom Brady doesn't throw it further than 15 yards. How is Brandon Cooks going to affect the Patriots' offense? Chris Hogan had over 170 yards in a playoff game this year, and he's a deep ball threat. Yeah, but that's Dink and Duncan yards after the catch. No, these were these were locked no, balls. I not think. I mean, Coneyley's had ten sacks in two seasons. Yeah, so it's a five sack season guy. He has, but he's proven himself in the playoffs. But apparently, he's the best draft pick for this year's <laughs> draft. In the third round, he is. Yeah, no. In the not third round, you've picked the laziest draft team out of all of the thirty-two teams and said they're the winner. Yep, the team that, that gets involved the least, that actively goes out of their way to not fall foul of the league pick. to have. Yeah. First round draft picks taken away from them. No, I absolutely love it. They hate the draft I mean, that you, much. You could flip this another way and say the Patriots are too lazy to actually, you know, coach players up. Yeah, yeah. And and well, they no, just they're, want they're they just lazy. want to sit there and and hawk them off other teams no. after they've done the hard work. No, they're all not. their picks were taken from other teams. No, they're uh, they're not too lazy. They move around, or you know, they don't go in the actual slot. They don't. No, they don't. They move around all the time anyway. And they, and frankly, they tra- moving they, down. They traded some. They traded some some great players. A couple of other teams I would like to spotlight because you're never going to agree with them, the Patriots. Well, never, no, we're not never. Agree with so you might as well I don't. I don't think there's anyone even listening that would agree with you on. Yeah, the Yeah, not even a Patriot fan would say they won the draft. Come off it. Anyway, well, they wouldn't. Anyway, a couple of teams to spotlight. I think the Texans won out and got their quarterback in Watson. I'm not sold. I think he's a bit average, but average might be good enough based on that defense. I agree what they're currently with you on that. They also, yeah, absolutely. <laughs> they, they literally just want a game manager quarterback, yeah. don't they? But they and also went it. out and got Zach Cunningham, who I know Jim's very high on out of Vanderbilt. Zach Cunningham, yeah. With the 25th pick in the second round. Say what? Don to Foreman as well as a good running back. Out of Texas. He is Eddie Lacy 2.0. So I like what they did there, which is... Um, well, just solidify their team. They picked up three people in round four as well. They picked up Carlos Watkins. Mm-hmm. Then they picked up Julie Undavenport as well. Mm. Undavenport. Julie Undavenport. Yeah. I'm assuming that's two people. It is. I think. I don't know. From Bucknell. Yeah, there's a few. Well, the other one that I'm, I'm shocked that none of us have mentioned, frankly, is the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. He went out and well, got... give us a chance. Maybe you, if you picked a real per, real team that won the draft out, rather than the Patriots, you they, might have said the Bucks. They went and got OJ Howard. I did mention the Bucks when I First when round. I was disputing your Patriots. Well, no one was listening. They were talking. They were so they were enamoured by my pick. Shocked that you, <laughs> Justin Evans, safety out of Texas A and M, great value in the second round. Chris Goodwin is Godwin. Godwin, whatever. Goodwin, Godwin. <laughs> 
He's good, except I can't read his name. The one thing I will say about the Bucks is I'm surprised OJ Howard fell as far as he did. To be honest, I thought with the run yeah. on wide receivers uh, early he's doors, better than most wide receivers. I thought he's a better receiver than most of the receivers that were still there. So I'm, I'm, I think the Bucks, you know, Locked out got there, a bit yeah. of a bit of a steal there. To be they honest, did. at 19, I'm going to mention a team now, Punk, and I apologise in advance. Oh, really? <laughs> I it's not the Chiefs, is it? I apologise in advance, um, but they were a real winner. They went out and got one of the most heartwarming stories in the whole draft frankly for me they did a, ESPN did a beautiful seven minute piece on him uh, in James Connor running back from Pitt uh-huh. was round the corner from him Jim now knows who I'm talking about <laughs> yeah. Cameron Sutton I think is a solid player from Tennessee lacks elite speed in my opinion um, but can step in and be a starter mm-hmm. he'll play nickel initially Juju Smith-Schuster could catch the most balls out of all of the Wookiee uh, out of the rookie wide receivers <laughs> this year. <laughs> um, he's, he's another special elite player. Um, I don't think they're sold on Sammy Coates. He dropped too many balls. I know he had a broken hand for most of last year, but yeah. that's been a trend for the last few seasons. What, broken hands? Uh, no. Drop uh, balls. Drop balls. <laughs> yeah, drop balls. Uh, and they went and got bloodlines, didn't they? They went and got TJ Watt. They did. Who is the most <laughs> athletic out of all of the, uh, the Watt boys based on his combine numbers. So, excellent, excellent draft. You hope they found their outside linebacker. Uh, based on their 19th but then they've drafted on their 19th linebackers chance. first oh, in go. what the last four years is it well yeah because you, we need to draft defensive no, players they, last year they picked cornerback no I'm pretty certain the last three or four years they've gone linebacker every no, single they went Artie first Burns, round pick Artie Burns, Artie Burns was last round year pick. they did go for Bud Dupree the year before they and did Jarvis go Jones for Jarvis the Jones that. the year before that that's a lot but of yeah, we went for <laughs> oh yeah we're mm. rebuilding the defensive line. And Shazier the year before that. Yeah. Who's an inside line. So three out of four. And how many of <laughs> And they're good. They are. They are good. But you've been trying to replace James Harrison, who's still on your it's team. He's still there. <laughs> we don't need to. For the last 19 We don't need years. to. Look, we what stick is he with now? Locks- 976? He's in the Loxygen tent 23 hours a day. Okay. <laughs> so He hasn't joined good. at one with the force yet, then. Do you know what? I'm fine with that. You know, because he was still one of the best linebackers in the league last year. He was. He was. Devastating one, player. One team that tra- stayed true to their board, there's a couple of teams actually that had, from a first and second round matchup, is the Green Bay Packers had an excellent draft. Please, they, before we move on from the Steelers, yep. I've got to talk about my most excited moment for, as being a Steeler for this draft. James Conner getting picked. Wasn't James Conner getting picked, it was Josh Dobbs getting picked oh, yeah. in the fourth round. That quarterback that's not going to see the light of day for <laughs> five years. We've stashed him. Well, we've you stashed never know. I mean, the most ben, intelligent quarterback ever to be born. Do you not, ben could actually <laughs> retire now, couldn't he? Yeah. So, yeah. You know. Could do. That guy who's got a rocket science degree yes. to fall back on isn't going to get bored after four years of playing behind Bevan Roethlisberger. It's going to be four years. Well, no, he's retired this year. Oh, no, he didn't retire this year. It's not going to be four years. He's going to retire? Right, no, he's probably not going to retire next. No, he's no, the next he Brett Favre. Yeah, he's not retiring absolutely. for ten years. What we have done is we have just moved up so much in terms of quality drop from our first first quarterback to our backup quarterback. We had the worst backup quarterback in the league. Yeah, in Landry Jones. Landry Jones was shocking. Worse than Matt McGloin, mm. possibly. Mm. <laughs> we we had to rely on Landry Jones in certain spots last season. He was we've like had Connor to re- Cook in the playoffs, except was, Landry we've Jones had to rely on him several times. NFL <laughs> snaps. Yeah, yeah. It, it made it a tough game against the Browns having Landry Jones play for yeah, us. That's true. The other thing you've done as well is is based on what you said a couple of weeks ago, 
is stash away one of the brightest QB prospects in this year's draft for yeah. the next five years. So yeah. thanks, Steelers, for doing that. It's not going to be Cause, five years. Because we didn't want to watch him play. No. <laughs> so He's got a chance to learn and then step into one of the most devastating offences in the league. You did text me like a little girl as well. You had a crush when you drafted him. I was so happy. You were. Um, I've got to mention it, man. I was so happy. And then, yeah, James Connor. Um, if you don't know... Check out the ESPN video. Um, guy's an absolute legend. I'm not, man, I'm, I'm, I'm not too many really to say it. I to watched that video. In. It's only seven minutes on ESPN's website. It's fantastic. Yeah. It, I brought a tear to my eye. It yeah. was absolutely beautiful. Legend. I'm rooting for that guy. Yeah. I am rooting for that guy. So if you don't know, he had cancer in college. He now supports other people that have had issues as well. Um, just a really lovely person. Uh, so yeah, hats off to him and good luck in the future. I really hope he does immensely well. Yeah, I was very happy with that entire draft class. Yeah, a couple of teams that traded down or stay true to their board, stay where they were, is um, once the Packers picked up, uh, they moved out the first round. They they did. They, Kevin King, Kevin, you said he was the most overrated cornerback in the draft. I did, but I thought he was going to go in the top 15, 20 picks. So oh, to so you're okay with him round, there? Yeah, second round I think solid value. It was the 33rd um, pick. I mean, it was the start of the second round. It doesn't matter, but it's still a second round. All you, right. you pay them a lot less when they get to the second round. Uh, Josh Jones, was it as well? NC yeah, yeah, State? safety, yeah. NC State, yeah. He, um, in my opinion, was the third best safety in, the, in this year's draft, so to get him as well. Um, so I think they did really well. The other one I want to, really want to shout out, actually, because they tr- stayed true to their board and didn't reach on linemen, which they really, really needed, was the Indianapolis Colts. Ooh. So, first round, to pick up Malik Hooker with the 15th pick in the first round, who everyone thought was going seven to my team. Yeah. Um, brilliant. Quincy Wilson, who was almost a lock a few weeks ago to be a first round pick. Yeah. Yep. with a 14th pick in the second round as well. That's uh, that's excellent value. They got a defensive end. They needed some help with the pass rush. Well, Terrell Basham. Terrell Basham That from is Ohio. the best name as well for a defensive end. Yeah, and he's from Ohio, so you know he's been Short coached Short quarterback eater. Yeah. <laughs> Yep, and they picked up Marlon Mack, who uh South Florida. He's a burner, so he I think he can come in and, and help them in the run game. Um, all round, I think they had a really, really good draft. And Anthony Walker Jr. is someone to look out for out of Northwestern. They're Linebacker. They're not a big school from a college standpoint, but they've got really good coaching. So he's someone who's gonna come in, he's gonna be pro ready, and I think as a fifth round pick could contribute and that was it wasn't it they were done by round five they were special teams first but I think they're going to come in he could come in and be a starter in the next couple of years so all round I think the Colts didn't reach for anyone they stayed where they Mm. were they went best player available and I think they got some really really talented players well they had enough holes that they (laughs) could stick to their board and, and, and say you know we will just take the best player available at that spot yeah it's the unfortunate thing that I had for a number of years um with the um, with the, with my charges, we didn't go on and win a couple of Super Bowls like Jim's team has or yours have been shocking for ten years, frankly. Yeah. But we were hovering around that middle section. It's it's true though. Yeah, we, yeah. we were hovering around that middle section where we weren't getting elite talent because we didn't have high enough draft picks. No, you wanted to suck. I wanted us to suck. Congratulations! We win the league. Yeah, and then <laughs> guess suck. what? We got the rookie of the year with the third overall pick. Well, <laughs> it's it does make a difference. It does make a difference. I mean, remember remember the Colts sucking for luck. Suck for luck. And suck guess for what? Luck. They're in that situation now because the rest of the team's shoddy. And luck's good enough to win them seven or eight games a season. So they're now hovering around exactly. the 15th pick every year. Yeah. <laughs> but it's, um, yeah, so I feel bad for Andrew Luck. But they do need help on the O-line. They need another running back. They got Marlon Mack. You hope he works. 
Um, I think they need some receiver help because beyond T.Y. Hilton, they've got Moncrief, but they've not got this big-bodied guy. They hoped Andre Johnson would be it a couple of years ago, but he retired because he realised he couldn't run or catch. And um, yeah, a lot of holes, but they stayed true to their board and they got they picked up a couple of starters in Quincy Wilson and uh, Malik Cooker. I want one other one I think that we need to mention as a winner. Okay. Dallas Cowboys. Okay. I think they had a really good draft. I liked uh, I liked Taco Charlton. Name is amazing. Mm-hmm. And uh, defensive end out of Michigan. Chidobi Awuzi, who was... Easy for picked, you to say. <laughs> picked with the best announcement I've ever heard for the draft. Oh, this guy. Hype <laughs> man. Pearson, isn't it? Hype man. I think we have to, we're going to have to play that. Five times. <laughs> Thanks for the career. <laughs> that was just epic. I couldn't believe it. If you're going to go out there, you can get booed anyway. You might as well oh, full troll it. He went absolutely well, hard. Well, especially in Philly. Loved I it. mean, Philly fans are notorious for booing anyway. Everyone, yeah. They're just own, getting yeah. on people's backs. So Everyone, yeah. yeah. It's, it, it was well, quite funny to, funny to hear, actually. Yeah. Great. He was so hyped that he couldn't... <laughs> with the sixth pick. <laughs> the second pick. <laughs> oh, no, second pick in the, in the second round. <laughs> Oh, so good. <laughs> yes. So I think that's actually a pretty good pickup, actually, as well, cornerback from Colorado. Yeah, I'd rate him. Um, when I was doing my uh, due diligence on Mitch Trubisky, it was Ryan Switzer was the guy that really stood out as the guy having to catch these balls all the time and, and make the yards. He went fourth round, wide receiver, probably a special teams type guy, but you never know. He he's seems someone like a rotation else. guy. Those guys- he's a little flea. You know, you can, mm. you can he runs around in the slot. He's like an Edelman type, you know. Yeah, he well, just seems to pull balls out and, Cole Beasley and type. get a bit of yak. To use the, a bit like a Col- if, to if use Cole Beasley gets injured, then uh, <laughs> just wear Cole Beasley's jersey. But that was Dak Prescott's favourite receiver. He likes those guys based on what yeah. we saw last year. So I think, yeah. yeah, I think that's a solid pickup. They've definitely gone with uh, who they want. Well, but, I think uh, everyone's trying to copy the Patriots now. You look at what the Panthers did mm. this year with McCaffrey, and then they followed that up with Curtis Samuel from Ohio State. I'm sorry, you, first two rounds you picked up two running back wide receiver combos. Yeah. Uh, well, both five foot nine. I mean, yeah, you're right. But I mean, the one thing with the Panthers is that you know they have no running game apart from Cam. Really, I mean, Jonathan Shirt's Jonathan Shirt, but he's getting long in the tooth. You know, they they haven't really got anything on offense yeah. to help Kelvin Benjamin at all. No, so no. I can hey, understand why they did what they did. Go on, Devin Funches. Yeah, he he came Picked on towards the end of last year, but he's. Mm. He's Maybe. not. He's not been. Is. He's not been as good. He's, 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 he's evolving into the role. I mean, that was a, it. Was a bit weird, wasn't it? Because Christian McCaffrey and Curtis Samuel were those gadget players. Who we thought, yeah, one team might take one, mm. one team, but I wouldn't have ever thought that the Panthers would take both of them. No, no. They've certainly got a new way of wanting to run that offense. Yeah. Well, you think about what the Patriots do to use them as an example, because they're the ones with Amendola, with Edelman, with these young, these smaller receivers that that break off. Yeah, yeah. Is on third down. It's you don't see Brady get himself in trouble because he drops back, quick throw, and one of them breaks out, and you you throw the ball. Yeah. With with um, the Panthers, what what's their third down or goal line offense? It's running it's the ball power with, with Cam Newton. Cam Newton. You're hurting your quarterback. He has so many concussions. He's complaining exactly. about it last year. Yeah. So now what do you do? It's not another smash melt thing. It's now you've got the well. Actually, you've still got a respect the fact that Cam Newton can run the ball but you've got these gadget players as well so I kind of get what they're doing because it's 
in those two specific scenarios, short yardage or goal yeah, line. They're just trying to take less hits on Cam, aren't Absolutely. They? And they're trying to do it a different way from having a massive offensive yeah. line. Well, he was vocal about it last year, so yeah. I, I'm absolutely, absolutely certain he would have been vocal about it to yeah. them in the background prior to this draft. And another team, well, still it, another team that did really well, didn't even do first round picks, the Minnesota Vikings. Dalvin Cook in the second round, yep. that was surprising that he dropped as far. I mean, he's had injury concerns, yeah, so I'm guessing that, that's what happened there. Yeah, and uh, what, four days after officially losing Adrian Peterson? So, yeah. Yeah, good for them. They needed the running back. I don't, I don't get that signing. Adrian Peterson to the what, Saints. To the Saints. No, and then they and then they draft Alvin Kamara. I don't get it. <laughs> I don't get it at all. Yeah. I just don't understand why Adrian Peterson went to the Saints. They paid him the money. He wants to win now. Yeah, but it's, 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 <laughs> that's it, you know? He's what, 32? 32, 33 now? Yeah. Yeah. He's, yeah. He's got to win now. Mm-hmm. Why are you going to the Saints? They're not winning now. No, no. I, I just don't understand that signing at all. Well, the the running back who's had the most... I know Ingram had a decent year last year, but the running back who, in recent memory, from my standpoint, that's had the most success with the Saints is Darren Sproles. 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 Who reminds yeah. me a lot of Adrian Peterson. Lunch. <laughs> Massively. That he had. Massively. <laughs> yeah. What? <laughs> So yeah, the Vikes picked up Pat Elflin as well as a centre, mm-hmm. and uh, Bucky Hodges all the way down in round six, the tight end. Yeah, he was. That, he just that had a really work. good. He had a really good combine, so yeah. I think everyone assumed he was going to get taken high. He just had a good combine. He did have a good at some combine. point. You know, you could, you could put Usain Bolt at the combine. He'd have a decent forty. He'd probably have a <laughs> decent I mean? broad jump yeah, as well. His jump would be, be good as well. Yeah, but you're not going to take if he's not a football player. No. Or an elite Yeah, but back. look how badly the Vikings struggled in the red zone last year. They need a, a huge target to go for. Uh, as well me, as Rudolph. They've got, they've got a really good target, yeah. It's just they've got nothing else. Exactly, so you know they, who they're going they, to. Well, the, the annoying thing is they took Lacron last year from Old Miss, who's meant to be that big body receiver. He was injured all He caught year. two catches last year, the whole of last year. Well, yeah, he sat. It was between injured and... We don't want to play you. And we're not, yeah, we're literally not going to suit you up. Mm-hmm. Thanks for being a first round pick. <laughs> but yeah, so it's a bit, although they have sat a few of their first rounders. But do you know what? One thing I will say, not that many teams had terrible drafts because it was, it was 100, 150 players deep where you got, you had the top 10 maybe who had really yeah. high grades. I'd agree with that. And then you had another group of players who then had. Sp- could have been late first, early second grades. I think what what helped this year was the the positions of need on the majority of the teams were met by the players mm. that were in the draft. Mm. So you didn't have a sudden run on five O linemen where everyone's panicking mm. no, you because didn't. suddenly you know there's no one after that for six rounds. Yeah, but on the flip side, I yeah I th- I think some teams have. Maybe, maybe not made the best of it that they should have done. Mm-hmm. Uh, certainly, the Bears are jumping into my mind. With yeah, I that think they're the up but, to but, two. But, but yeah. if Trubisky's, if Trubisky's a, a, ends up being a Hall of Famer, it's then the best. Then draft it's the best ever draft ever. ever. But it's the best draft trade ever. Yeah. Let's yeah. take a break, guys, and let's come back, and then we'll talk about some of those teams we don't think did quite so well. No, through this draft. Welcome back to part two of the Jim and the King NFL podcast. This is the draft aftermath. Aftermath. <laughs> so we're here with Punk Raider. Again. Uh, guys. Yeah. Again. Again. <laughs> yeah. 
Let's do some news. We need to break this up. I'm because... becoming part of the furniture around here, I think. Yeah, we're enjoying that. Yeah. Don't. <laughs> Don't get well, too so, comfortable. I needed a beanbag. Someone's, <laughs> got, around. someone's got to get the ratings up, haven't they? Hey. <laughs> Trying to cry. Anyway, let's do some news. And of course... A lot, not not much is happening in the NFL right now. They're all trying to get their breath after the uh, the draft, so it relies on college football to give us some news. And of course, Nick Saban, I don't know if you know this king, has he's, just signed a three year extension. He has. At, you, I, I also know how much he's earning a year. Yeah, which is eleven million dollars. Point two five. Nice work if you can get it this year. It's a four million signing bonus. Mm. This is it's his eleventh season with the Roll Tide. Yeah. And uh, his record, 114 wins to 19 losses. Yeah, no, he's done quite well. Four national championships, five SEC titles. Yeah. I think uh, he's also my been in... God, he was awful in the NFL. He's also, he's also <laughs> lost. Yeah, but so, what was, you know. so was Pete Carroll before he came back Ooh. and won a Super Bowl. Wow. After a bit going back to USC. Don't talk to Vince Young. Huh? Beat him. He beat Pete Carroll. He did. That's Rose what Bowl. I mean. Yeah, he beat him. Well, Rose Bowl, and that was the national title game as well. Yeah. Before they had the championship game, um, or the new playoff. But yeah, he. Yes. Um, yeah. So it has happened before. Yeah, he's earning an obscene amount of money. Yeah, and he's going to be there if he sees through his contract until he, until twenty twenty four. He's sixty five already. So. I think he's lost three championship games as well. So he's it, not only has he won five in those eleven years. I think he's lost three championship games. Yeah. We think so, he lost 19 games. Yeah. He must have got close to the championship game every time. Yeah. A lot of teams do do quite well. You think, what was it we said about Deshaun Watson? Was he 32-3? and three? Yeah. And he only won one. So Yes. Yeah. So t- two of those losses were... <laughs> well, one <laughs> the of them was in time. a championship game. Yeah. <laughs> and the other two mentally missed out. But yeah, he's um, well, he's an excellent college coach. And the mm. thing is with those guys, once you start getting, if you look at this draft, how many Alabama players get picked, you see a high-profile coach go to a college. Ohio State had been, still was an elite college, well-known, prestigious, but didn't necessarily have the first-round talent or couldn't attract it because they weren't get, didn't have that high-profile coach. Yep. They get Urban Meyer, the ex-Utah yep. coach, who got Alex Smith taken number one, got Tim T- Tebow taken in the first round. Got those other Florida State, uh, Florida, oh, sorry, Florida Gators, um, taken in the first round as well. All of a sudden, he goes to Ohio State. Look at all the Ohio guys going in the first round the last two years. You look at Jim Harbaugh going to Michigan. All of a sudden, you've got the likes of Jabril Pe- um, Peppers and Taco Charlton get taken in the first round. Yep, it does make a difference. It really does make a difference. Les Miles was at LSU this year. Has been got fired, but he was there for a very long time. He got all those guys taken from LSU this year as well. Two players in the first six picks. And they weren't even knit. They didn't have a sniff of the national title. It's just you just attract better talent if you've got this high-profile coach. Um, and once you start getting these guys in the first round, no wonder players want to go and play for them. Stanford as well is a new one. That's uh, Yeah, sure. Shaw's a special coach. He's the next one to move to, to transition to the NFL. But he's from Stanford. So do you want to earn 10 million a year for your... I'm a martyr and and win games and attract intelligent players who don't have off the field issues. Uh, the likes of Solomon Thomas, the likes of um, Richard Sherman, the likes of uh, Christian McCaffrey, the likes of Andrew Luck. You know, what, it depends what you want to do. If you if you're comfortable in that role and, and you're winning games, then 
stay there. But he's a special coach. Stanford have got a, a really good setup now, and to be in the Ivy League as well is obscene. Mm-hmm. So yeah, I, well, congrats to Saban. Yeah, Frankly, well he's done. Deserved Nick it. You got, look, at, you just mentioned his record. Yeah, I'm sorry. That's that's the going rate for an elite college coach now, and and he's yeah, he's deserved it. So good for him. Let's do some felony watch. Felony watch. Oh, <laughs> interesting. Haven't been part of the felony watch before. You haven't. He's nice. been, shocking he's been popped this week. Ah, this week's uh, undesirables, King. Mm-hmm. Let's start with a double header then. All right. South Carolina senior linebacker Sky Moore and redshirt junior wide receiver Debo Samuel have been accused by police of beating a 24-year-old Marine in the bar. Not a good idea. No. Uh, all happened after they, well, the Marine alleged that the the two knocked a phone out of his hand, and after he said, "You knocked the phone out of my hand," they started an argument and uh, beat the hell out of this Marine. Wow. So yeah, that's uh, that's not looking too good. Not good. Do you know what their punishment should be? What a tour. Oh, sign them up. <laughs> yeah. You've been drafted, boys. Yeah. See you in three years. Yeah, it was a 24 year old Marine uh, done the tour of Afghanistan. Probably didn't want to have a fight with two college football players. No. Likelihood is that's... Well, no. And you know my feeling on this. You've got three years. Lock yourself indoors. Yeah. Don't be yeah, yeah, an absolutely. idiot. Do not be an idiot. Talking of idiots. Yeah. How about the University of South Florida defensive end sophomore Ladarius Jackson has been arrested on sexual battery and false imprisonment charges. Yeah. That's after fairly... forcing himself on a young lady in a Tampa Bay dorm room. Yeah, this one sounds legit as well. Oh, yeah. So that's horrific. What an idiot. And, he is. You know, thoughts to the girl. But, uh... He's not being suspended yet. The uh, the university are saying they're just waiting to collate more evidence and yeah, it did happen see what's yes, going on. Today or yesterday? It's Sunday. fairly recent, yeah. So, not that long ago. Um... Yeah, it sounds horrific. Yeah, and yeah. Yeah, he's... Uh, well, he's, he's an idiot if he's done it. So Absolutely. Let's go with uh, Northwestern defensive end Xavier Washington, who has been suspended indefinitely yeah. uh, from Northwestern, after police caught him with half a gram of cocaine at 3.30am on Sunday morning. Northwestern is a very prestigious college. Mm. Uh, excellent values... Uh, it's 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 just it's a very professional organisation. So I'd be I more have... concerned as to why you still got half a gram of cocaine at three thirty in the morning. Surely <laughs> you should have done that by then. You think so? Well, yeah. more, I've heard it's a bit more that cocaine. So Ooh. yeah, it's well, I don't know, but the fact is that they were called to a disturbance, and he ran off on foot. They caught him, searched him, booked him. Yeah. And he's now off the team. The fact that he's a college football player and couldn't outrun the police is, that's, that's a concern is worrying. I don't think he was going to get drafted yeah. based on that. Yeah. So. When, didn't we have this Kenny Britt? Yeah, he, he got caught. <laughs> he he couldn't outrun a cop either, could no, he? No, that's hilarious. Um, <laughs> no. Nah. Couldn't outrun a cough and couldn't catch a cold. That no. Um, <laughs> We've got that a nice great contract. Guy. But that's that's a very Northwestern thing to do. And, uh, you know, more for them. What, take yeah. a cane? Oh, no, sorry, yeah, get suspended. Suspend someone. That's that's the kind of outfit they've got. Very professional. So, so like, is that it? No actual NFL players? No, they've all been quite good. All been good? Week. Yeah, it's only the people that wanted to wow. get drafted or going to get drafted in the oh, future. Oh, yeah, because all the people that wanted to get drafted were doing really well, weren't they? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> we had three arrests last week. Yeah. 
yeah, yeah. I had to look down into the uh, the college ranks for that one. Yeah, but that's the that's the felony watch for this week. There we go. So, college yeah. edition, short and sweet. College, college edition. Yeah, it was. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> fresher week. Uh, let's get back to let's get back to the draft. So let's talk about the biggest burst. Bursts. Bears. And as you, yeah, well, you're the guest. Bears. The bears. The bears. Yeah, they let's, were poor. Is there in any- my opinion? Now, King, as you're the uh, the contrarian in this group, is there any way that you can uh, wax this Trubisky trade into a positive? Not right the second, no, because I don't think he's ready to play. Mm. Um, but they moved up to number two in the draft. They and did gave up a lot for him. They did, and they went and got Adam Shaheen, who's a Div Two tight Ashland. end from Ashland, to try and help with the transition of Mike Glennon. <laughs> So I hope he's going to be tissues because he should be wiping tears away the rest of the season. <laughs> I feel so bad for Mike Clennon. I don't. Did, did they actually draft a wide receiver? Uh, no. No. Well, not, so, with the, not with the first few picks. Shaheen is a... They only had five picks after so, all the giving so away. So after losing Alshon Jeffrey, mm-hmm. yep. we've got a new quarterback in. Mm-hmm. We've got a nice rookie quarterback that we've taken number two. Mm-hmm. Yep. But we've got absolutely nobody for him to throw to. Shaheen. They drafted Adam Shaheen. Shaheen. Six foot six out of Ashland. I'm not convinced. <laughs> no, no. Convince me more, boys. He hasn't played against anyone uh, special. He didn't play really. Div One. No, he didn't play Div One college. It did look like he was playing against <laughs> kids ten years younger than him when yeah. he watched any tape of him. You were saying he played football for about two years. He played basketball. Played basketball, yeah. Um, yeah, they picked him up. You know, maybe they can go and get a receiver with their third round pick next year. <laughs> oh wait, they got rid of that one. To move up yeah. one spot. <laughs> For no reason. They picked up Eddie Jackson at safety in round four. Tariq Cohen as a running back. I mean, that's even more of a head-scratcher because they've got Jeremy Langford. Yeah, you also forget they've got the guy who finished second in rushing last year. Yeah. Jordan Howard. Yes. (laughs) That was your cue. Yeah, sorry. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, Jordan Howard. And then Jordan Morgan as a guard in round five, and that's it. Mm. That's it. That's your lot. Thank you. Bears fans quite rightly have hit the roof over this one. Yeah, they have. They have. He's not ready to go. And it's not like they're going to suck enough and go and pick a quarterback beginning it. No, the round next year. No, because they've well, just they picked up Trubisky. Might. So, yeah, I know you're you're both going to tell me this isn't part of the draft because <laughs> everything I say isn't part of the draft. <laughs> but my biggest loser of the draft is Mike Lennon because oh. not only have they got Trubisky I think 18 also, million a year kind of you know yeah, but, softens the blow yeah, somewhat but you don't know they're taking a quarterback you've just given your first chance they to picked be a up Mark Sanchez doesn't matter but then they, they also, really picked up Mark yeah, Sanchez as yeah, well yeah, yeah. they also wow. invite him to the draft party and then he finds out they've taken Trubisky he's got to have the worst draft night ever yeah that is terrible yeah, yeah. what do you think about that pick Mike <laughs> <laughs> he's in the have they picked up a wide receiver at least <laughs> He's going to be throwing to his O lineman, isn't he's he? He's going to be handing it off to Jordan Howard <laughs> for a year and then he's yeah. gone. Yeah, he's going to be the Christian Ponder of 2018. Yeah, so yeah, he had a shocker. Who's your loser, Jim? <sighs> um, I'm going to go with the Rams. Interesting. No one talks about the Rams, quite rightly. Probably a reason for that. Yeah, but if you look at how much they stunk last year, <laughs> right, and they gave up the farm to pick up Jared Goff, who, as far as everyone knows, is a bust. Yeah. Unless he does something miraculous, unless he kind of space jams himself into a good, you know, the qualities of a good player, mm-hmm. and uh, and steals that. Yeah, well, um, he's got a career as a gormless Abercrombie and Fitch model. He has absolutely, he yeah. From football. So what do they do? Um, well, they obviously didn't have a first round pick because of that 
that move up last year. So the first one they get is Gerald Everett, tight end in round two. Not not in the top five tight ends for me. No, so, I would. Yeah, no. Frankly, I could, think I think the Broncos did better in the sixth round when they took Jake Butt. Yeah, I don't know. From Michigan. Yeah. He might sit a year, but he is... Oh, it was the injury that took him off the board, wasn't it? Oh, yeah, he'd have been a second-round pick. Yeah. Uh, Cooper Cup, well, he is a third-round wide receiver, so that's all you can do. Uh, Josh Reynolds, a fourth-round receiver. But there's there's, there's not one name there. They didn't didn't move up. They didn't do anything to really help themselves in this draft. No. And this this screams to me another year of indifference. Yeah. And when you weren't getting the fans coming through the gate last year mm-hmm. well good luck trying to sell anything with that lot even if it's just trading up in the second round they didn't have yeah. much they didn't have much collateral to work with but if they'd have moved up something and, and done what the Jags did and gone and get a Cam Robertson or you know there was other linemen on the board to try and help that run game because you know Gurley had a nightmare season last year but yeah, he just yep. was getting hit behind the line of scrimmage yep. it was a br- he's running to brick walls um, and they haven't picked up any Offensive line help in the draft. No, they've had a stinker. I agree with you there. Maybe Orlando Pace will come out of retirement for them. <laughs> mm. <laughs> Can't do any worse than they currently've got. But they didn't even pick up anyone in free agency apart from John Sullivan from the Redskins at centre. Can and Andrew Whitworth left tackle? Yeah, I don't get what the Rams. Can are I check something out there? Because I'd, I'd want to know your thoughts. Again, this isn't something we discussed. I'm putting you on the spot here. But Jake Butt, tight end, Michigan, had an insurance policy which a lot of guys do coming in when they're elite college players yep. mm-hmm. he got injured in a bowl game yeah I think it was a Fiesta Bowl um, has done his knee in he hadn't his insurance policy because he played the bowl game he forfeited two million dollars yeah that's why McCaffrey didn't play his bowl game right yeah absolutely yeah. and why Fournette also didn't play yeah. his bowl game yeah and Jalen Smith last year was the best player in the draft and got taken in the second round and still hasn't yeah. played a game yet. Mm-hmm. But So he's forfeited £2 million because he played an additional game beyond the season when the regular season finished. Yeah. He then got a payout of $563,000 following the draft because it kicked in once he didn't get picked in the second round. Okay. So he started accruing more and more money. He went down to yeah. the sixth round. Do you think it's a good thing for these college players now to start missing these bowl games? Well, for them financially, it must it, be. It, it depends. I mean, this is... If it's for a national it's, title, it's, it's the different. whole... Na- yeah, I mean, if but it's the, a national none, title... But none but of if the bowl games are. bog-standard bowl game, then... If you're you in know, a bowl game, you're not in the national it's, title. It's what are you doing? And and who's advising the kids? You know, obviously it's in the agent's best interest for them to miss it. Mm-hmm. Well, they're not allowed to talk to agents prior to the bowl game. If they did, they'd be ineligible. <laughs> yeah, but if they miss the bowl game, then they are. Yeah, <laughs> it's a hypothetical there. So you could you could sit there and say I'm going to miss the bowl game, talk mm-hmm. to an agent, and then suddenly reinstate yourself. Take me up to the bowl. Yeah, game. exactly. But I just wondered what you thought because this is a couple of guys now. We've had two elite players. It's, it's it's like I mean it's happening with football, soccer over here, isn't it? You know, it's it's our players playing for the money or our players playing for the love of the game. But they, and I think what we're seeing here is 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 a case of. Exactly that, you know. Some some players will go. It's a bowl game. I must play. It's my team. Blah blah blah. Mm-hmm. But they may be suffering if they're getting injured. The difference is, though, at least they're earning money at that point. In they time. are earning money. Yeah, the college players aren't. He's cost himself. No, no, absolutely. Just because it was a bowl game, he's cost himself two million. Let alone he'd have been a second round pick, I think, this year. Tight, tight end. He's cost himself one and a half, two million in signing uh, bonus. I think yeah, if you know you're going to get drafted, 
you probably shouldn't play the bowl game. Mm. Whereas if this is your last game before you then go off and get a job, you're going to play it, aren't you? Yeah, There's cool. different motivations depending on your skill levels and, and where you expect to go after that mm. game. And yeah. if if they're gonna if they're gonna make it such a big deal that if you do get injured, we're not going to pick you in the first round. Yeah, you're gonna you're gonna disenfranchise the bowl game even further. So it's up to the college games what they want to do about that. Yeah, so well, it's a bit, a bit of a pickle. But, well, it is um, a pickle, but we're starting to see precedent set. McCaffrey, yeah. especially, he you're decided get weaker not to, and weaker po- games not to privately work out. Forget yeah. even the bowl game. Yeah. He didn't work out for teams. No, he went, you sim my tape for three years at Stanford. You sim me at the Pro Bowl. You sim me at my. Uh, at, at my um, went to the my, uh, my pro day yeah combine you see me at the on my pro day sorry not pro bowl pro day mm-hmm. he went yeah that's enough you can see I can run fast and I, and I, I can kind take. of understand that you know mm-hmm. because every time you do something physically exerting yourself mm-hmm. there is a chance you're going to get injured well, Sidney Jones is so, best, in my opinion the best cornerback injured on his pro yeah. day done his Achilles in he's mm-hmm. going to miss the whole of this season because guess what they ask you to do run as fast as you can exactly. without playing a game yeah you know it doesn't matter how well you warm up you no. never warm up enough exactly I'm sorry it's at risk so I think you're going to see a lot more players do it I just thought it would be interesting to see what you guys thought because I feel I genuinely felt bad for him I was pleased he got he got one just even got drafted at all but because that knee injury is bad but he mm. you know I didn't realise until this week he'd missed out on, on millions because I mean, he played in the bowl game yeah I it's that old thing though isn't it you know if if you can be the best player in the country mm. when you're 16 17 years old all it takes is one knee injury and you can get that knee injury crossing the road walking mm-hmm. down the stairs you just know, don't know when it's going to happen but if you're playing for the money mm-hmm. then you're going to make a different decision to someone that 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 just loves playing the game and will play regardless yeah. it's it, it's it's like when you know, you see that I always cringe a little bit when teams rest starters because yeah, it's a huge issue in the NBA. If, if 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 you're conditioned to be playing week in week out, mm-hmm. so you know your body is used to that routine. To suddenly take it out of that routine, mm-hmm. it can have a massive detrimental impact. Yeah. So whenever you see kind of week sixteen, seventeen, people going, "Oh, should they be you know starting mm-hmm. the second stringers?" because yeah, they've got the playoffs next week. Mm. No, your body's conditioned to be being hit on a Sunday. So, you know, it is it is catch-22. You know, you, yeah. you do what's right for you as a human being and, and, yeah. and from there. But, you know, I always played for the love of the game. You I, know? And I do think it's interesting that this is kind of the reason I wanted to spring this on you guys, is that it's interesting you mention that because... I absolutely as well would would play for the love of the game, but at some point you need to understand, especially in America where it's different to here, where you earn money earlier and then you might break into the first team, but you still earn money prior to that. Here it's very much you're drafted and then you're you're thrusted into the, the yep. spotlight and you have to earn your keep, otherwise you're gone. Um, I I don't necessarily think that someone like Christian McCaffrey, who all the interviews with all the players that know him, played with him, his coaches, the guy himself all of the analysts have said he might have the biggest love for the game and might be the most the person who who lives football the most up to this point I so don't it, I don't think you can necessarily judge if someone pulls out of a bowl game in that case then that you, they don't love I'm not, I don't think you can criticise them for not loving football I just think they're maybe more shrewd from a business standpoint yeah exactly and that's what he's doing then he's making mm. a business decision yeah. looking at himself as a commodity and saying yeah yeah 
I don't want to get hurt. Yeah, absolutely. I want to make the money. Yeah, so yeah. you know, yeah. I didn't. I didn't go through three years of college to to yeah. not make this. Yeah. So absolutely. you know, I'm owed. Yeah. But and that's the yeah, and that's where it comes down to the individual. I yeah. don't think there is a right answer and a no. wrong answer. No, and it's interesting. And I don't think college or the NFL will be able to fix it. No, and I think you're going to see more of it. And it's interesting. He started this, and his dad was an ex-pro in the NFL. Yeah. And it's his dad's probably gone. It's risk. advice, isn't you are it? A take take a knee, son. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, you could be yeah. cut at any point, son. Take a knee. Yeah. It's, you know, what's the average career? Four years? Three He's years? A running back, especially. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> you know, it's... Ish. He's not really a running back, is he? No. No. But, yeah, no, I just thought it was interesting because that guy... But... Cost himself a lot of money. So which, which team for you, King, didn't really do that well in this draft? Apart from the Bears and the Rams... I don't know. There's a pick in the first round that I have had time to think about and is a bit of a quandary to me. Okay. I think he's a great player. I think he could be Adrian Peterson, but I don't think he's going to help his team win. Right. There you go. So, Leonard Fournette. Leonard Fournette. Okay. He's a great player. I think he lacks elite vision. You look at the guys who've been successful in the last couple of seasons. Uh, They're guys that are, are patient, can, you know, go through the whole... The elite guys... Really, that bracket is Ezekiel at the moment is Ezekiel Elliott, Le'Veon Bell, and, and David Johnson. Yeah, they're the elite three. All of those guys are patient runners who yep. choose when to go. They can, they don't just run with power, which but they all could, they all can if needed, um, and they find the gap and they just seem seem like they've got eyes in the back of their head. Mm. When I look, the more I've watched of Leonard Fournette, he just runs as fast as he can as soon as he's passed the ball, and the, the thing is as well we sort of mentioned it in the last little bit a lot of these players he's playing against aren't in the NFL or won't be ever be in the NFL they'll no. be working in insurance next year exactly or they'll be a teacher next year yep. or you know they're not elite people in the NFL there's these guys the guys are quicker stronger they're not going to be frightened of a 240 pound player who runs a 4-5 because they see that all the time in practice exactly and I just think he doesn't he could be great he could be AP that's who I'm going to compare him to or what his skill set looks like coming out of college but AP is a special special player and there's not too many players that are like him that have made it work and he that are one dimensional that have made it work and Fournette to me is quite one dimensional I want him to prove me wrong he could be fantastic but I also don't see a trend of very special running backs going on to win Super Bowl championships and they had other areas of need that they could have addressed. Okay. And that's, to me, I... they're a team... We all think their defense is special. They're lacking quarterback. They didn't want to reach to go and get one. I'm not mad at that. But keep building that defense like the Seahawks did. And then you can do what you're saying that the Browns are doing, Pidge, in, a, uh, in Punk, sorry, in the sense that they could go in and uh, they, could, you know, they could drop themselves in later and drop a plug a quarterback in. All of a sudden, you've got everyone else around you. Can I play devil's advocate then? Yeah, absolutely. Can I say that they? I think they did draft very well. Mm-hmm. Um, if you're talking about building up the defense, they picked up Dwayne Smoot, a defensive end from Illinois, mm-hmm. Jalen Myrick, cornerback, Blair Brown, linebacker. Mm-hmm. And then to help Leonard Fournette, mm-hmm. they didn't just say, oh, we're picking Leonard Fournette and that's done. Yep. Let's go and have, let's have some champagne. Mm-hmm. They picked up Cam Robinson in round two. They traded up tackle, to get Cam Traded Robinson up well. to get him at right, well, right tackle, we mm-hmm. assume, or at guard, whatever way. Leonard Fournette loves that B gap, 
So Cam Robinson is going to be someone that's going to be helping him out he a lot is there. He a behemoth as well. And also, they picked up in the seventh round Marquez Williams at fullback mm-hmm. uh, from Miami. So they've actually got someone who's going to take the first hit. And that, that was the first drawback I saw from Fournette, was that he was he almost always took the first hit. The advantage in college was that he was able to knock off that first hit and keep yeah. running. But now well, they've at least brought in a fullback and they've helped with, with the line. And then you can look at D.D. Westbrook as well. Um, High-talented upside. He's screaming he's, off the field issues, though, isn't he? Well, I mean, they've they've had Justin Blackman there for a long time, and it just it seems like another yeah. Justin Blackman type, you know, very talented receiver, but some massive red flags against this guy. Yeah. But at least they have gone very much offense, but then they've, they've picked up some pretty good defensive yeah, pieces Cam, as well there. So. Cam Robinson's super inconsistent, but has show sometimes on film he could be the best best lineman in this draft mm. uh, and that's frustrating and, and frankly give me someone who's slightly less gifted uh, physically that's that consistent, consistent over yeah. do you know what I mean and so that's yeah. that's what I have an issue with, with with Robinson but I think you're absolutely right they, should, they needed to go out and get help and they did get a fullback um, but you've seen what an elite a genuine elite rusher can do in Top Gurley when there's no off- offensive line help Nothing. Nothing. Oh, absolutely. No, you, <laughs> so, you can't run the ball no. if you don't have a line. No. And it's besides, just impossible. No. Besides Adrian Peterson, actually, Franklin and Jordan Howard, but they also saying that the Bears have one of the best line men in the, in the league in Carl Long. Yeah. Um, who they run, well, he just moves anywhere and they just yeah. run behind him. But, it, you know, besides them, I don't know that there's, that there's many elite running backs that have had huge success when your line's rubbish and your quarterback's not a threat. And, and that's no. kind of where... And I'm sorry, that's kind of where they're at based on where yeah, yeah. the way Bortles has played the last half of last season. So I think, unfortunately for Fournette, he might be great, but I don't think he's going to have an immediate impact on that team. He might alleviate some oh, pressure. I think he will. But I don't, I don't see him rushing for over 1,000 yards. I'm not sure. I'm not sure. It depends on whether Bortles can get that throwing going again because you've got two good wide receivers uh, there so yeah but he doesn't he doesn't need to be a world beater just no no but he's got to be a game manager yeah but 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 if you can if you can what you might be able to do there is actually throw the ball to set up the run Mm. so it might be that Fournette's deficiencies in certain areas aren't a problem yeah his vision and stuff because like say you, you you might get in a situation where where the receivers are doing enough and Bortles is doing enough mm-hmm. to open those gaps for him. Yeah. So in again, we need you know there will be two or three players in this first round as there are in every draft yeah. that that don't pan out the no. way anyone expects them. To I think that's unfair. They've got a much more balanced attack now with a proper running game. I mean, yeah. I like T.J. Yeldon, but. They drafted Chris Ivory and he did nothing. So I, I also I don't like I ju- I'm just not a huge advocate for for running backs in the first round. I d- I'm not I don't uh-huh. mind if you do it, but don't draft a one dimensional running back in the first round. You look at Ezekiel Elliott. I talked about him as one of my favourite picks last year. Yeah, but he was a wide receiver in high school, so we knew he could catch out of the backfield, and he was pro ready because he could block. Fournette is going to have to come out on third down because he can't yeah, block, can't pick block. up blitz schemes, and we still don't know if he can catch the ball. McCaffrey's a gadget guy and he got taken eight. I'm not mad at that pick. Yeah, yeah. I'm, I just think he's a he's two to one one dimensional to be taken then. But also to to argue against Elliot to to put my argue, to show that I'm fair. If you'd have put Jordan Howard, who was a fourth round pick last year, 
behind that Cowboys offensive line, hid a leg league in rushing. So it's not just it's not just um, for now. I'm just I'm not a huge advocate for taking running backs mm. that high. There's value in. Where did you take Le'Veon Bell? Second or third round, wasn't it? Third second round. round. Second round. David Johnson was second round. Third, third, third round. round. Yeah, third sorry. Round. So yeah, I mean you can pick up running backs anywhere. Yeah. Well, let's yeah. talk about a running back that's taken not in the first round. Mm. Joe Mixon. Yeah. Did he go to the worst possible place that Joe Mixon could have gone to? Yes. It's not a great situation, is it? Any yeah. other team, I'd have said you've got a chance of, of sorting yourself I out. I wanted him at the Raiders because I think the Raiders have changed their organization now. I think so they right. get to and, he, and you are in a, if you're in a win now mode. Yeah, no, absolutely. I, I agree with you. And I think last time I was on, we actually spoke about Mixon. Well, they've picked up a little Lynch. bit and. Well, yes, we have picked up beast mode. Uh, quite happy about that. But, you know, again, he's been retired for a year, so hopefully he's fit. Fully and, uh, and, recovered, yeah. You know, fully recovered, fully mentally prepared. It looks like he's excited as anything to play for his hometown Raiders. Well, it was important to him he played there while they were still in Oakland. While they were still yeah. in Oakland. So, I mean, it, it will be a two-year thing, Max, I, I, I would have thought. I, but, if it helps, I saw an interview with um, Cliff Averill. Um, on Good Morning Football on the NFL Network and he said that he'd been to Haiti with uh, Lynch about a month ago Yeah, uh, and he saw him about four months ago and took the mick out of him and said you've got fat and you look rubbish basically so he saw him <laughs> a month ago in Haiti so it's the best he's looked in about yeah. three years Ooh. and that's his old teammate from yeah, the Seahawks Cliff and, and you know Lynch is a pickup, but I mean, the whole Mixon thing is, it's a quandary, isn't it? Yeah. I mean, like like you were saying, Jim, he's, it really is the worst team to mm. go to with perfect there. Pac-Man. Pac-Man. Can you really see him keeping out of trouble? It's just I a team full know. of hotheads, really. Yeah. I mean, look at every time they play the Steelers, there's you know people getting ejected and kicking off everywhere and... I don't know. I'm not. I'm not entirely convinced. It's the right situation for him uh, to make the most of his career, but you never know. Never say never. They like to run the ball. The one person. The one person I do feel a bit sorry for is Jeremy Hill. No, I don't feel sorry for Jeremy Hill. Why not? I think Gia Bernard's the issue. Him, him, and Bernard between them they are fell not off a bad last tandem. Year. They fell off last year, but then the Bengals fell off massively last year. That doesn't help if they fall off though. Hill was so, a touchdown machine last year, but I think it's that's why ago. it's Bernard that's going to be the problem. Because um, Mixon's so good out the backfield catching the ball. So I think that was Bernard's little niche he found in that offense. Yes. Um, I think he's... If he doesn't have any more transgressions moving forward, could be the steal of this draft. Um, but yeah, I think I agree with both of you. I think it's the worst place for him to be. There was other teams that, that could have... Almost him. any other team, anywhere. I, I saw ESPN's Adam Schefter talk this this year, <laughs> this week, and Adam Schefter said only four teams still had him on the draft board. That wouldn't surprise. We me. heard prior to the draft, four teams had taken him off. He said four teams. Was, there was only on. four teams that were going to yeah. take him. And if one of those is the Bengals, who are the other three? Ravens, Raiders, and possibly uh, Steelers. Probably based on uh... <laughs> would have been our team. No one that charges gets arrested ever. We are the boring team. We're the least arrested in the last five years in the NFL. Well, you have Gates. We also got losing games. All the time. Crowd or, or, or player? Players. 
I was going to say, there's no one there, right? There's no one there to watch, so. Yeah, it's a bit of fight. Maybe that's what we're missing. <laughs> Just the edge. Maybe that's what you but need. But yeah, no, I didn't, yeah. I think mixing, you know, you, you hope that you learn from your mistakes at 18 years Absolutely. old and you can move forward. Absolutely. And, you know, but, yeah. Any anywhere but the Bengals, to be honest, yeah, would have been a better position yeah. for him personally as a human being. Quick question: You're a GM. Would you have drafted him? I would have, but I personally wouldn't have drafted him second round. No, Jim, would you have drafted him? No, you wouldn't. Okay, I'm asking the question. I'm not answering it. <laughs> Can I throw another team into the uh, into the pool for this half of the the show? The New York Giants. As you're a closet Giants fan, Punk, maybe mm. you want to talk about this as well. Um, closet I just, Giant. <laughs> well, you got a New York have jersey. You, I've got a New York jersey. I've got a Vikings <laughs> jersey. I've got a Tampa Bay jersey. But that doesn't make me a closet fan of any of those teams. Well, we'll see. I have many Raider jerseys. When you move to Las Vegas, let's yeah. see. <laughs> see, testing your metal there. I'm just, just looking at their draft group, mm-hmm. I wasn't really enamored with any of their picks. I mean, I... I did say before the draft I loved Evan Engram, but that was his combine day. But you know, other than that, mm. he's just a wide receiver. Like you know, mm. I thought he was going to be a sneaky guy. Yeah, Al Davis. What have you done with Jim? <laughs> You're just staring at men in their pajamas and going for the one with the quickest time and the longest jump and everything else. Yeah, you this genuinely is- turned on the combine, into Al Davis. Right? Damn it, man! I was reporting on the combine this, at the time. I didn't say draft the guy top. You, you talked about Obi Melafonwu. Did. Loving him today already. Oh, yeah. I wanted to take him. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> Can't have him. Oh. Take him where? Said the actress to the bishop. Uh, yeah. And now you're talking about Evan Ingram. Uh, I, yeah. I I think they're projecting him as a, as a long-term wide receiver. Um, they've got wide receivers. They do. But he was the Three. same height, weight, and slightly faster than Mike Evans, who was an all-pro last year. Um, so the, I think they're going to have to play him at tight end this year as a little tweener type. The, the biggest need for the Giants, as far as I could see, was, was linebacker. Mm-hmm. And they didn't pick up one linebacker in their seven picks. Yeah, well, running back. But, again... No, they did. They put Wayne Gorman from Clemson in the fourth round they picked up. What, running back? Yes. Yeah, but they could have had Dalvin Cook at the end of the first. They could have done, yeah. And they picked up Davis Webb. And if you ask half the analysts, they say he's trash. And the other half say, well, he's a developmental he's quarterback. He's got a good arm. He's got a good arm. So he's eating throw at 70 yards. So he's a quarterback. That's all you need. Yeah. If you haven't got a good arm and you're a quarterback, what? Rex Whitehead yeah sorry uh, Charlie Whitehurst <laughs> or, Pat, that. or Pat White Pat White as well yeah I can run it or Johnny Manziel I can or run Tim it. Tebow yeah yeah yeah. No, so, they, they, they don't have good track records those guys yeah it looks like they've just been trying to cover around Eli and uh, I think that's a bad idea well to, they look like they've tried to find a replacement and get and eke out any victories they can get out of him to start off with it is a throwing league so I get why you want to surround him with weapons but yeah, but and their defense played. They're deep. They were, I think, fourth in the league on. Yeah, defense, defense is good. Though. I mean, they spent a lot of money recently on defense, mm. and secondary. You know, they have built Second. built that defense up to be reasonable. But mm. it's just a strange pick. Mm. It's just a very weird one. It was a shock yeah. one. No one thought it was going to happen. So that was interesting. Just a bit Aubrey average that that draft really for the Giants. Yeah. Yep. Very average. That's it. How about the other New York team and the Jets? They had a bit of a touch, really, didn't they? Well, Jamal Adams fell into their lap. Mm-hmm. Safety from LSU. Touch. And Adarius Stewart as well in the third round. Wide receiver from Alabama. Bama. Bama. Yeah, he's all right. Yeah. It's tough to assess I don't wide think receivers they're... from Alabama because they don't throw the ball. They rush it for 200 yards yeah. a game. 
No one knew if Julio Jones was that good. Yeah. <laughs> Julio Falcons Jones. Did. No one knew if Amari Cooper was that good. Raiders do. Yeah, they do now. You just <laughs> you have to project them. Yeah, yeah. I know they were both top five picks, no, Jones and, right. Jones and yeah. uh, Amari Cooper, but still, you, they only got thrown to like ten times a game. The weird one for me was Marcus May in round two. Yeah. Because they picked up a safety, then they picked up a, another safety. Yeah. Now, they're, they're talking about maybe trading Calvin Pryor, but still... Or cutting him. They're really or not happy him. with him. Yeah, uh, yeah no, I, I actually don't mind that, frankly. I, I don't mind that pick. You think back-to-back years, you look at the best safety tandem in the league's the Seahawks, and they picked up Chancellor and, and uh, L. Thomas in back-to-back years. Yeah. Mm. Uh, with first and third round picks, so I think... And that, it's quite obvious the Jets this year have to be going defence first, because they've got... Oh, Christian yeah. And Hackham... Sack and Hackenberg, um, <laughs> Christian Hackenberg, Bryce Petty. as their as, the, as their quarterback at the minute. Yeah. So, well, they haven't drafted the quarterback. They haven't drafted one, which kind of give them a bit of respect for. They again, a quarterback mm-hmm. needy team didn't go reaching for somebody. Well, they took that was the worry. Bit. They have to give they have to give Hackenberg a chance. Um, yeah. The other weird thing about the safety is they've got um, Gilchrist, Marcus Gilchrist. Yeah, who's a solid safety. So they're worrying about what's going to happen to him. If they've just picked up in the first two picks, Jamal Adams and Marcus May. Yeah, well, they only picked him up Marcus a couple Gilchrist? of years ago. Yeah, do they think they can move him to corner or something? Uh, they picked up two corners got picked up in sixth in yeah in the sixth round. Jeremy Clark and Derek Jones from Michigan and Mississippi, retrospectively, uh, respectively, I should say. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, I don't know. I think well, they had a good. I actually like it was the, a pretty good draft. I like though. the Mays pick with the second round. I actually think from Florida, right? Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. I like it. He's a good player. Um, yeah, solid. Is there anyone else we want to talk about then before we let people go? No. The only thing I do want to say yeah. is not to do with the draft so much. Uh-oh. Uh, happened just before is I want to give the Seahawks a shout out. Okay. Because I thought the way they've handled this Marshall Lynch situation with him retiring and then having to give away a pick, <laughs> uh, the Raiders having to give a pick away, yeah. they could have tried fleecing the Raiders and it was very respectful well, that's uh, that's, that's way. I was actually really impressed with how the Seahawks dealt with it. I agree with you, but it's also more to do with the player than the Raiders. Regardless of which team was looking to to pick Lynch up, I think the Seahawks have just said yes. We'll let you go to your hometown club. This is what I'm just, saying. Just just you know, out of respect of what you did for us for how many years you were there. Yeah, which is why I think the Seahawks and, have done an excellent job. Yeah, no, I think that's right. But you know, I think I think most teams would do that I don't think that's particularly special when he's, a, a when year, a, he's a year off he's a year rested from being a well two years rested besides having a bad year the final year but he's two years two years ago he was a all pro running back yeah no absolutely I mean they three, three years well two years ago he got him to the Super Bowl and should have run it, it they, they should have <laughs> run it oh, they should have run it but let's not start that again no I'm just saying he's, but then he's the not, Patriots had the greatest draft so it wasn't you know. that long ago they did. It wasn't Always. that long ago. But he was um he, you know, he was one of the better. No, no, absolutely, ever. absolutely. But I I also think, you know, when you get to that situation where you've had a player that's been an all pro and has given his all for you and you know, done everything you've asked of him mm-hmm. then if he turns around and says after a year out, look, I'd really like to play for my hometown club Before they move. Before they move and, and become this other entity I think you've got to be pretty harsh to say no, even even yeah. for just for a nominal pick well, or well, you know you whatever. Well, but... I'm, I'm not going to shout out the same. <laughs> no, no, 
no, you can shout out the Seahawks. I'm Shout just, out they picked up Mike Tyson I ju- in the I draft. Just, How about that? I just don't think it's anything extraordinary. I think I think it's probably happened previously in the NFL. I don't think they're unique in that situation. No. No. I know a lot of teams get cut and then join their old team for a day. Like Tomlinson did. Retiring contracts. Yeah, retire as, yeah. A, as a Steeler or Jet or whatever. Cowboy. They're the only three, yep. <laughs> the Charger? Really? Yeah, Tomlinson did it. Yeah. Anyway, yeah, that's it. That was all I wanted to do. So that's it, guys. Um, wow, that was our longest ever podcast. How long was it? Uh, it's very long. Uh, very long. Really long. Yeah. <laughs> um, before we go... Not as long as the draft. No. Great. Mercifully, not as long as the draft. I'm sad. <laughs> I'm sad it's over. Before we go, King, we're going to say some thanks to a few people that have helped us with the, the podcast over this season. Excellent. So let's first of all shout out at DSLV, who has been the artist behind our title cards that you see on SoundCloud and on Instagram. Yep. Um, who also helped make our website, yep. jimandtheking.com. Without him, we'd be nothing. So make sure you find him on Twitter, at DSLV. Um, thanks to Thomas Sampson, or one word on Instagram, who helped us out with some technical stuff early on. Um with all the sound set up so yeah follow that guy beautiful looking bloke um, and then the people that have contributed on air to the podcast let's start with Nikki C so that's NYCH1983 the Jets fan uh, we've got Packer Tim we've got Viking Stew we've got Patriot Mark I think that's everyone yeah they have got normal names yeah oh. but that's how you should know them <laughs> so. yeah no we've not missed anyone. Oh yeah hang on Nah, <laughs> I'm, I'm, I'm part of the furniture. Yeah, yeah. Exactly. At punk underscore raider. Make sure you're following that guy. Why? If, if you like raiders. Why? <laughs> Even if you don't, I'm you sure don't. there's some random NFL stuff that pops up occasionally. Yeah. Punk, it, we of... it wouldn't be the same without you, dude. So yeah. we we were blessed every time you turn up. Well, it's been a pleasure, guys, and to see how you guys have progressed throughout the season from your kind of tentative early podcast <laughs> through to. What's now a pretty slick process, to be honest. You yeah. guys, you yeah. know, you spent a lot of time putting this together, and mm. and I wasn't entirely convinced it was going to work initially, but <laughs> you've done really well. Thank and you. yeah, you keep it interesting. You know, I think people that do listen to this appreciate that you're not going so in depth that new listeners and new NFL guys can't get into what you're talking about. But you're also for old guys like me that have been watching the NFL for a long time. Keep it you know interesting as well so i think you guys deserve a bit of credit as well for actually you know putting this together and and uh, and doing it although if the king's head gets any bigger he's not going to get out the door of the flat so I'm, i might just have to to leave that one there you've heard the rumors then that is um, beautiful thank you very much you know yeah, appreciate the support and and um yeah just touching on what what jim said if if you're a fan of of sort of boredom and, and rubbish jokes do follow punk race <laughs> absolutely <laughs> absolutely but no thank you so much guys for listening to us over our first ever season of uh, podcasting on the NFL we love the NFL as if hopefully you've uh, figured out by now <laughs> and we will be back to do it all over again uh, for the start of next season we're probably going to hit a couple of one-off podcasts during the summer just because you know, we hang out all the time anyway so we'll probably just get bored and want to record something just to touch base with you guys um, so yeah keep up to date on iTunes and on the Double Pod are the two main places to, get, to grab hold of the podcast make sure you hit us up on Twitter at Jim and the King also on Instagram go to jimandtheking.com to find all of our archive stuff there but um, that's it so until next time I've been Jim that's been the King 
that's been Punk Raider and thank you so much guys for listening. Yeah.